start live. Woo. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Project X podcast. I am Alan Smith, one um, of your co-hosts, and I am with... Big Dave. Who is the other co-host of the show. <laughs> Should well, we, we... We've got a few of these episodes in now. Should we kind of run back through our credentials a little bit of where we came from, or... Uh, I don't know if credentials. I don't know that anybody gives a crap about credentials. Okay. You know, or just a background. Yeah, yeah a history of maybe how we know each other and... A little bit where we're from. Yeah, yeah. I guess... And, and, and yes, this is padding for this episode just a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> already. We're, we're four episodes in. We're already padding. So. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. We don't really have a format for this. Yes, no. a lot of it has no. been movies and music and culture and all just that. Just pop culture but, in general, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is not a pop culture podcast. This nah, is about it's a culture podcast, I guess. It's you whatever know. comes up. Right, right. You know, we, we may get in off into some stuff. Mm-hmm. As you've seen so far, yeah. we've we've covered, you know, the X file a few episodes of the X Files. We covered some bands that you may or may not have heard of. Yeah. And we also covered The Crow. Um, you know, so basically we've we've covered movie television and music at this point. So so this was gonna be a little different. Um uh, but yeah, so anyways, like I said, my name's Alan Smith. Um I and that's my dog biscuit you can hear in the oh, background we're, we're, there. We're yeah. back in Nashville. Yeah, we're no yeah. longer. Yeah, you're, you're in gonna the you're gonna hear my my dogs who you know who think that they have to be involved in everything. Um, Should we get them a mic? <laughs> probably. <laughs> so um, you're from Nashville proper. I am you're from a, Nashville you're proper. A native Nashville. I am a native Nashvilleian, which is something you do not hear of very often around here because it's so transient. The the common vernacular for that is like, oh, you're a unicorn. I always tell people, no, I'm a Sasquatch. There's a difference, you know, um, mainly because unicorns are, you know, they, unicorns don't exist. Sasquatches might exist. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, might. <laughs> as I have Scottish heritage, I'm going to take a little offense at that because it's actually the national animal for Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot about you, Scots. So. <laughs> hey, I have some Scotch blood in there as well. So yeah. it's a, uh, but it, the fact that you're from Nashville and you're not a unicorn and you, you you're, you're actually very hairy. Yeah, well, there's that also. I'm not quite, yeah. I, I'm not quite as hairy or tall as a Sasquatch, but, you know, hey, you know, we all have our stuff. So, anyway, yeah, I am I am a Nashville native. All of my, I'm not going to say how many years that I've lived, you know, have been here. I've seen the, the city change quite a bit, but when when you're at that age, you're supposed to know what you're going to do the rest of your life, which I think is complete horse crap. It's one of those things that I definitely went into in college. I definitely went into the arts a little more. I was really into music, you know, yeah. played, you know, played an instrument. And sometimes I'll even like, you know, try to sing a little bit. I say try, but, you know, we have fun. And it's one of those things that uh, getting into that eventually led me into a communications degree because I wanted to get into radio. This was right before podcasting became a thing. And right before radio became it took a complete nosedive, yeah. Went into garbage can. Yeah, pretty much. And so Yes, big broadcasters. <laughs> I said that and I meant it and we'll get into it. Later. Yeah, and I I went I went back to school and I still have not finished my communications degree. I'm I'm, I'm going to fuss at you. I know, I know, but but yeah, so uh, coming from, you know, a little bit of like a college radio background, 
uh, more so than actual radio. But I also did a podcast for um, five and a half years, one that's still ongoing with the people that I was doing it with. You can go check them out at culturesmash.tv. And that one was... I guess we should link to now. Yeah, whatever. But it's one of those things where they, you know, that that pod, that is a weekly pop culture, whatever is happening now. Uh, and when Dave and I sat down and started talking about doing this, we wanted to do stuff that's a little more evergreen, as we say in the business. It can be listened to. Like, if you come in and, and pick up this episode in two years, it's not going to be dated to right now. Well, we hope. We hope. I mean, obviously, there are always some kind of cultural references that you make that, that kind of dates things. But by and large, we're not talking about something that happens right this second. And so in two years, it, it, it really dates it now. Yeah. you know of, of, of a time and place so uh but yeah i also did i did i actually did television for a year uh, a show that none of you have seen and will probably never see because it's just not available any longer and it was i could honestly i could write a book about the experiences of trying to get a television show off the ground dealing with a major major corporation and doing it and them not knowing a single thing about trying to start that kind of thing. So it, wow. <laughs> yes, it was a multi-year just, Hey, we're doing this. No, we're not. Hey, we're doing this. No, we're not. Hey, we're doing this. No, we're not. That, that, that's just, actually something that we haven't talked about. <laughs> we have, I have not talked about and, it with a lot of people because it's of, just so frustrating. And so. Part of that is because I was getting married at the time. Right. And I missed your wedding because I was in Atlanta taping the pilot episode. Yeah, I had actually so, asked you to be in my wedding, mm-hmm. and you said yes initially, and then you backed out on right. me. Because I, I was ready to murder you. Well, because, point. again, and I'm not going to say which one, but yeah. the, the, the corporation we were dealing with was legit like, we need to get this thing going right now. Yeah. And which was like, okay, cool. And so we went and shot the pilot. We got, came back, shot the second episode. Yeah. And radio silence for almost two years. That's typical in that industry. And I mean radio silence. And then all of a sudden they came back and like, oh yeah, we want to we want to try this again. And we went and shot the rest of the season. It was only six episode season in total, you know. So we yeah. did like four more episodes, and it was, but it was fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I will say I am a lot more comfortable behind a mic like this than I am well, in front of a tel- in front of a camera. When you're both like us and you have faces for radio. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's a little bit, but it, it's that, that's part of the would, reason why I went into the area yes. uh, that I studied in college that I did. You would be surprised. Yeah. You've known me a long time. We've known each other 25 years now. Yeah. And the Dave can, can tell anyone because he's seen it firsthand. I have not been someone who ever lacked confidence. <laughs> okay, just so you know, every day between us is Festivus, and uh, we were always grieving our, our airing our grievances. Airing yeah, our grievances it's, it's, it, it, there has been some, no, Alan, some moments. Alan and, does not lack for confidence um, it, to the point to where sometimes we have to look at him and go, "No, no yeah, I know." It's a, but it, the thing is, is you would be greatly surprised even being that being confident when you go and watch yourself oh on no. video 
no how small you will feel all of a sudden and how self-conscious you will feel all of a sudden about stuff that you've never even thought of before well, you don't even so. have to do it on video i mean <laughs> yeah. you record yourself and you go back and you listen to yourself mm-hmm. and you're like that is not how i sound right and i'll tell you this is uh this episode with us talking about that because we're going to have another episode coming up about attempts at being cool and i will talk about this during okay. that time um, so, so yeah so that's kind of where i am national um, native national native almost finished a degree almost finished a degree i have one degree in liberal arts yeah overeducated, underpaid completely have been for my entire life so you are a true national native. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's something to do with that too and uh yeah i have a, you know i have a background you know in and in radio and television basically yeah. is what it comes down to and you know and also working on some independent projects you know movie products and stuff projects and stuff like that and i'll be honest at this stage in my life i am way more comfortable being behind a camera or more importantly behind a microphone than i ever will be again on the other side of it so (laughs) that's kind of where i am dave tell us a little bit about yourself (laughs) well i started out in a little town in south central kentucky and the manufacturing i'm talking about in a good area, because you're only about an hour north of Nashville, right. and you're about two hours south of Louisville. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of music and a lot of culture stuff that come through that area. It's kind of over from Bowling Green, which, right. for those of you that are looking for Bowling Green, there's a little college there called Western Kentucky University mm-hmm. that I ended up going to eventually. Um, so there's a lot of stuff there. They make Corvettes in Bowling Green. Yes, they reference. do. And have, the, uh, have they have made them there for as long as I've been born. The museum is right outside of Bowling Green, is it I not? I actually went to the opening weekend of museum with okay. a couple of friends. And it's really interesting. Okay. And I need to go back since they've had the big sinkhole. Since they had the sinkhole, yes. That's, that's, yeah, go look that up because there was a sinkhole that opened up under the museum and it was pretty devastating. Just so. side note. Tennessee and Kentucky are built over one of the largest limestone aquifers in yes, the U.S. and limestone is porous and will break on you all of a sudden. It, it's, so. it's one of the world's biggest water filters mm-hmm. is what it is. And because it's a water filter, water filters through it. And as we all know, water erodes. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you can be driving down the road and have a sinkhole that could eat your house right. open up in front of you. Which we just had recently here in downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, I just a few days ago, because there was there was a there was a, a water main that broke downtown, and because of that, uh, yep. And of course, it happened in a major thoroughway. So, <laughs> so you know, and we're talking about a time when um, Hank Jr. was big. I think Born mm-hmm. to Boogie had oh wow had come out when I was living there. Uh, Kentucky headhunters were starting to make oh, some yeah. noise over around Edmonton, mm-hmm. which is just over from where we are at. Um, I think I had some family that were hanging out with them at the time. Okay. Um, and then we moved, the factory my dad was working at shut down, and we had two places that he basically narrowed it down to Toledo, Ohio. No. No offense for Ohio fans, but uh, I've been to Toledo. <laughs> or Northern Michigan, up around Traverse City. Okay. Oh, and wow. Okay. We ended, it, it, when I'm talking about Traverse City, I'm talking about top of the mid. Yeah, I know where, I know where Traverse City is. Um, so. We were about. I guess about 20 minutes from Traverse City in the little town we were at. And dad had an office both in East Jordan and Mancelona. And he had to make the trip. You know, he'd spend two days at one and three days at the other and then reverse it. Okay. It worked for, um, it's a major manufacturer for auto parts uh, manufacturing. Okay. Um, 
We're not naming names here. We're not so. naming names because if they want us to name them on the podcast, they're, they're going to have to pay yeah. us. Well, that and also we don't have good enough lawyers to talk crap about. <laughs> no, we're both dirt poor. And, yes. Um, uh, but my dad's claim to fame. He and a friend of his from up there came up with what's referred to what what they were calling jokingly but it's mm-hmm. now a thing in all cars you'll see it um the gangster escape hatch for the trunk oh in the inside where it's you got know the, if you're yeah. inside mm-hmm. the trunk and it's got the little glow in the dark handle where right. if you pull it it'll pop the latch for the trunk right my dad and his friend actually invented that and are on the patents for that but the company they were working for of course took all the men yeah mm-hmm. owns all patents right you're working for them yep. so um if you're next common time, common thing yeah. in industrial america so, so it, the next time somebody throws you in a trunk and you're able to get away you can thank my dad for that. there you go mm-hmm. um so the second year he had to shovel snow off the roof and and when we we're up there we we're talking about bands that came out at the time were like the romantics um so we're talking mid eighties. We're talking early mid eighties. Early mid eighties. Yeah. Uh, the Go Go's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We are talking early eighties oh, now. Yeah. The Go Go's. So. I I remember laying in bed with my transistor radio mm-hmm. that you know the little black square one where you had oh, yeah. the, the one earpiece. Mm-hmm. Romantics. Uh, Go Go's. Um, the Cars. Okay. That's the yeah. Time. Uh, we're talking about all typical early mid eighties top forty pop stuff. I remember the Clash. Oh uh, yeah, the they would have been they would have been a couple of years in their career at that uh, point. But yeah, blocking the Casbah right was huge. Uh, Stray Cats, okay, Stray Cats were huge. Was this before or after Billy Joel's Innocent Man came out? Don't know. Okay, because I think it came out in '84, if rock, I'm not mistaken. Rock this town. Yeah, Stray, Stray Cats, Cats was right? The, the huge hit that I remember at the time. Okay. Um, it was another group I can. Um, that I was going to mention that I can't think of. Anyway, second year he had to shovel snow off the roof to keep it from collapsing in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean that literally. He found a job with a manufacturing company in a little town in South Central Illinois called Effingham, Illinois. Okay. Interstates 57 and 70 cross there. You can go to any border of the U.S. that you want to from there, interstate-wise, but even before the interstates were there, it was a major rail hub. Okay. Um, and major track. There was one crossing. I remember there was like seven, six or seven tracks. Oh wow! That you had to cross in mm-hmm. in this town. You left everywhere a half an hour early because you were going to catch a train. There was no if you catch a train. It was you're going to catch a train and you're going to be late. Uh, the school schedule actually ran off of tr- uh, buses being late because of trains and all that. Okay, um, and that's where the the mid 80s like the smiths and the cure and all of that were mm-hmm. starting to hit big but it was also in the middle of the big hair band explosion mm-hmm. the motley crew was huge motley crew yeah was huge um all the great bands were coming through Terre Haute, indiana or um up where university of illinois was i can't think of the name of the town was it springfield my name is springfield uh, i can't remember off the top i don't remember anyway um I never got to go to a concert in Illinois because my parents wouldn't allow it because they were always hours away. Mm -hmm. So it was all radio and MTV for me. Back when MTV actually played music. Mm -hmm. Which is going back 20 years or so. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, old guys complain about MTV not not playing music videos anymore. 
but of course they would they wouldn't play video music videos that I'd want to see now anyway. So I'm kind of like, ah, eh, whatever. So. <laughs> I hate to say it, I think the music video business is pretty much over. You can get on YouTube some. Well, I mean, that's kind of where they release everything now. YouTube, but I mean, music videos were huge. Yeah, that, that would make or break a band back then. You know, it's uh, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, anyway, yeah, we're getting off on our tangent here. So. Yeah, and so we go from Illinois to just outside Nashville, Tennessee. And just about the time metal is dying and grunge is becoming the huge, Seattle I know. Scene yeah. is starting to pop. I I was already starting to listen to uh, Mother Love Bone. We talked mm-hmm. about Rip Magazine. Mm-hmm. That's where I discovered Mother, you know, Mother Love Bone. I was starting to get into some Mud Honey. And I moved down here and it had already sh- with Vanderbilt University used to have a really good college radio station Mm -hmm. and i was so behind the music scene when i moved here uh with rvu playing all the stuff you know everybody i knew was already listening to um fugazi and clock hammer and um you know some of those bands and i moved in going yeah guns and roses and they looked at me like luddite yeah (laughs) so yeah okay and then then my music education got a major kickstart okay. at that point. So culturally and musically, I'm very much kind of a mixed bag okay. because I've lived in several different areas of basically the Midwest and the South. Mm-hmm. So it, it's my musical tastes are very Mm-hmm. But living around here is probably the biggest area you've lived in, correct? Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how big Traverse City was at the time. Um, it, I know it, it depended on what the tourist season. Okay, like. and the town that we lived in, what, it was a tiny town. Okay, we walked okay. everywhere. Okay, so, um, so this is your metropolitan area. This is my <laughs> metropolitan area, right. and honestly, this is as big as I really want to get metropolitan. I understand that. Yeah. It, it's it's big enough that I can do whatever I want to. It's small enough that I still don't. Right, yeah. have to deal with some of the crap that you would deal right, with. Right, um, but ended up going to um, the local community college mm-hmm. where it, we kind of met. We had met prior to that. I was playing in a band with um, with Tony. Tony yeah. that was a friend of yours. Yeah, that was still in high school because Tony got kicked off the football team. Yeah, he was still in high school. Yeah, that's yeah. uh yeah, because he got that was and that was a whole. I met him through some other friends. Yeah that they that it was a local thing like they had made the news you know about this because yeah. his parents were trying to sue to get him back on you know and all this kind of stuff and and um and it and all came, ultimately it all came down to the fact he had long hair the coach wanted him to cut his hair and he was like no I don't want to cut my hair because I play in a band. And well, this was this was even before I knew him, though. So and and honestly, you couldn't tell he had long hair when he had the uniform on. Right, he, he was a, he was a tight end. Right, uh, he wore a cowboy collar, which came up over the back of his head. Right, and it went into his helmet. So the hair got pulled back into a ponytail. It got dropped down his back. He put the cowboy collar on. And you couldn't. And yeah, then once so. you got the helmet on, you couldn't even tell he had long hair. Right, it was. Basically, the coach was a bit of a redneck and wanted conformity amongst all the players. Absolutely, and his wife was a local DJ yeah. on a, and it, and it was on one a, of those things that he had on some, a rock station. He had and he had some stroke. Basically, is what it came down to. Yeah, yeah. and um, so yeah. Anyways, all that stuff. I met Tony that way through some other friends, and then we started playing together. And I pulled my drummer from 
a previous band and then also pulled in another friend of mine that yeah, yeah that because was because I was friends with Tony I started hanging out with y'all yeah I started hanging out I started and then, running a little bit of audio for right you guys. Dave started doing all that stuff and then <laughs> and then I got kicked out of the band I started so uh, <laughs> but that was and when that happened I ended up hanging out with Alan yeah. more than the other well guys. it was funny because I know there was a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a lag in there you know because and well that's what I was getting to is because yeah. at the local community college Dave and I ran each up, other again like all of a sudden like hey what's going on man you know yeah. <laughs> which is funny that repeated itself a couple of times over because <laughs> even Dave Dave and I both were kind of career students for a while Dave more so than myself but well, I was, but I, I had a really paying, good run I, I paid for all of my associates yeah. out of pocket right I, I was working part-time going to school part-time and, right and hanging out making music with you yeah part of the so time. yeah so i mean it was i'm i'm also play music i i'm a drummer you didn't say what instrument you played so i don't know if you want i play to, guitar okay. i said i said i play guitar and sing a little so he, he he's a guitar player so yeah and but yeah that was the funny story with that is that after i had graduated the first you know had graduated i left for a while and i came back like five or six years later and I walk in that's when I started working on my communications degree and I walk in the first day and sit down and I sat in the very back of the class because that's what I always did even at the I was older at this time you know like we both were yeah and it was one of those things where I was like I'm still like I, I don't want to sit in the front of the class and I'm still you know back of the class person and I remember like class had just started and Dave comes walking in and walked all the way over to the other side of the class and sits over there and I'm just sitting there going Really? He's still here. <laughs> well, I was probably exhausted from the <laughs> yeah. shift I just got to. And he did, he sat over there for like ten or fifteen minutes and finally like I was like <clears throat> Dave looks over and his eyes became saucers. <laughs> and he's like he mouthed, he's like, What are you doing here? <laughs> well I had they had just started uh, uh audio engineering yes, class yes, and I yeah. had been taking that and they changed it from a degree to a certificate right I'd already been working on the, the degree the I know. degree for so long that I switched over to the communications right. portion of it <laughs> now to Dave's credit he also graduated that semester and went on to Western Kentucky at yeah, that point. I so, um, and I hung out for another semester and wound up three, two credits short of a degree. So, uh, both of us worked on the college radio. Yes, station. we did. Both of, and that, I stayed on there for a while afterwards. Also, well, I was on there for a long yeah. time. Also, but I, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, I caused some problems, and uh, yeah, problems. and Poor Mr. E, Mr. Yeah, and the the guy that's the head of the the program. All right, he's the programming director and everything up there. You know, he takes care. He makes sure that the the insane the uh, the inmates are not running the asylum, which we did on occasion. On occasion, but he pretty much steered the ship. And uh, I, it, luckily, it's one of those things that just recently, in the last few months, they had a kind of a reunion of sorts, and he announced that he's getting ready to retire. And he was happy to see us, which was <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's saying something. But I always. Mr. E's one of my favorite teachers. Always will be. Yeah. Were you still there whenever I asked him? I was like, he. We were kind of looking at the new radio station, you know, and and he was Mr. E. He was like, yeah, you know, it's really nice. It's like, so, uh, how long before we go on the air? And he's like, oh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's like, I am not doing that today. <laughs> well, after me and Tim Coker, uh, and I forget who the other one was, we did a. We did a Halloween show. There was mm -hmm. three of us on the air at the same time, and I don't think he's let anybody. 
No, I think there's uh, one group on there that it's two people on the same show. So now. he's not doing he's not doing multiple. He wouldn't do multiple yeah, shows. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so, so that's I what that, Dave and I did I all that. On, I went on to Western Kentucky yes. and finished my bachelor's in broadcasting mm-hmm. with an emphasis in television video production. And I did literally did the production side because I wanted to be behind the camera. And when I got up there, I found the thing that I really enjoyed the most was the video editing. Okay. I could lose myself in the editing suite for hours on time, tweaking. Oh, you so shouldn't have said that. Tweaking (laughs) my stuff. I know. I know. Uh, You know, tweaking video. Yeah. Um, to get it the way I wanted it, I, I love it. I still, I still love doing video editing. I just okay. don't get an opportunity to do it much. Um, moved back to Nashville, got married, and ended up working in the um, audio, live audiovisual uh, industry at a local college, uh, doing audio, mm-hmm. um, iMag video. Which, if you've ever been to a concert, iMag video, the screens that they have up to where they're showing the guitar players up close. Right, and, right. you know, the so the people in the back of the venue can see what's going on. Right. There is actually a full video production crew that's like it would be for television. Okay. Um, except it's live right, production right. for that, that show. And I got into a lot of that, and we did some web streaming uh, with that at the time. And then I found a job where I had health insurance, and now I'm in the... Thank God for health insurance. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I took the job for the health right, insurance. Right, right. It's, it's it was, kind of the same situation I'm in now. It, so, And it's a great job. I enjoy the people I work yeah. with. And, um, it gets stressful at times, but yeah. it, it's kind of a mixture of um, installation maintenance and live event stuff. So I've got you know, music, I've got video production, I've got radio, mm-hmm. on-air radio experience, I've got a little bit of sound engineering, which I'm going back for classes. We get a free class a semester at the place I'm working at. Again, career, career, career students. Student. So. Well, if you ever quit learning... Um, I agree, yeah. that's uh, Every once in a while, I kick around the idea of going back to school to get like, to take those two classes. Take them. And, Seriously, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bug you about it. I know. I, I need to find uh, a way to do it at night is the thing that's because of my, with my job, I work nine to five. And so, you know, it's always try to learn something. Absolutely. If you're not taking any classes, go find a class and and take it. Even if it's just for the fun of it, Mm -hmm. you don't have to necessarily, you know, get the degree. If you've got something you're interested in, learn about it. That's anyway. So anyway, but, yeah, the more I've, you know. <laughs> I've moved around. I've lived both up north and down south. Right. Um, the folks in the south tend to not know how to take me now because I'm a little bit more blunt and upfront because of the years that I lived up north. I still have manners when I want to, but if you push me too hard, I start leaning over into no. This is the way it is. Right. Right. Too yeah. bad. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, even being from the South, being born and raised here, especially going back and listening to these tracks, you know, for doing editing and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I think I sound like a hillbilly. Okay. But the thing is, is that to the people who live here, who, you know, are from the South, you know, and then. I don't <laughs> like I sound like someone who's not from around here. Yeah. I've gotten that for all of my adult life. And uh, you know, of like, so where are you from? Like, Oh, I'm, I'm from Nashville. Like, no, originally I'm like, no, I'm from here. Yeah. You know, and I can't tell you how many times, even in this day and time well, yeah. have been called 
oh, you're just one of them fast-talking Yankees. And I'm like, no, I'm neither of those. And so it's... <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Now that I've lived... I've finally put down roots here mm-hmm. in the Nashville area, and I like it here. I don't really want to uproot and move again because I've already done all my moving around. I. It hasn't been until like the last, I guess, five or six years. I have... Everywhere I've lived, I've always been the new kid. Mm-hmm. I've always been the new kid. And because of that, I've kind of always held people off at an arm's length. It's like, oh, well, I'm not going to be around here long enough right, to really right. build a relationship with, you know, and it's it's caused me some problems, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't really build relationships with people. You, ever right. you know, I've always kind of been a fringe outlier. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of acquaintances and not a whole lot of friends, right. you know. You know so. and it's kind of by design simply because... Every time we move somewhere, it's like, oh, well, we're not probably not going to be here more than, you know, a couple mm-hmm. of years or, you know, six or seven years. And, well, now I've been in Nashville for... 30? Uh, I'm guessing it was like 91 that we moved okay, here. Close to 30 years, yeah. So, yeah, yeah close 28 to, years, yeah. Yeah, close to 30 years. And it's just now starting to feel like... I, in the last... In the, I guess in the last decade, I've started building some relationships mm-hmm. that are actually deeper than right, I've right. Really had in the past. Okay. Which is eh, Well, you know, and that's with living here my but, entire life. I had kind of the same because it was nothing for uh, – because Nashville was always such a transient city. Yeah, it has yeah. been forever. People will come here to make it big in the music business. or well, And there was also... There's three a, major interstates. Right, and there's three major interstates come through here. And there was also, especially in the early 90s, a lot of businesses started to move, like big business. Like we have Nissan, of course, Saturn was, was south of us, you know, not about an hour south of us. And that brought a lot of people in. Yeah. And, you know, just different stuff like that. And so it was one of those things where like all these 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 major businesses started moving in and it brought a lot of people with them. So you had that type of stuff. But even going back before that, when I was a kid, you oh, know, yeah. somebody would move here in the, you know, second grade, you know, their, you know, their parents would bring them, you know, type thing would move in and they might not be there and be here in the area in three years, you know? Yeah. So there was a lot of that also of people that I got to be friends with that all of a sudden were just gone. They moved somewhere else and they never came back. You know, and this is in the days before social media and cell phones and stuff. So there is no communication with people. You could, and and it's funny because, like, I do. I still have some letters from people that I from when I was real little. You know, that wrote you know stuff. You'd write that was it. Four months, and then then it would would exactly, and you get busy with your new friends. Exactly, and so I understand that. that. Um, And also the fact that, like, you know, I have so many friends who are from other places. Yeah. Very few. Like, I have one of people that I still am, like, in contact with all, you know, like, on a regular basis. I think I only have one other friend who's been here their entire life. Well, my wife. Well, then there's your wife. Yeah, okay. there's all right, wife. I know two people that's been there. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I don't even see your wife that very that often, you know. So yeah, no, <laughs> I see I know. you a whole lot more than her. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's one of those things where that's still a... Oh, and and the other thing is that people move, you know, for other opportunities. And that's something because I've got, you know, I I was showing you pictures earlier. uh, And, you know, I have friends that came back into town this weekend because, you know, they still have family here. But they're living in Pittsburgh now. And they've been there for like seven years. And the thing is, is that 
they've, you know, they're there. I have one friend who's living in Denver, Colorado now. I have another one that's living in Austin, Texas. I have uh, two more living in Athens, Georgia. And it's just, and these are all people who used to live here yeah. who have just taken off. Yeah. And they're gone. And that's, I have one that's in Wilmington, South, or Wilmington, North Carolina now. You know, I mean, it's like they, everybody just spread. You know, that may be so, part of your, your accent issue. Because you're pulling from everyone else. Because you're pulling yeah. from everyone. Yeah. One thing about moving around all those places, kind of wrapping back around to it, is my accent is now starting to settle in. But having moved around like I did, mm-hmm. I if I... If I go and I'm, I start talking to somebody else that's got an accent that's a little bit different from mine, I catch myself starting to meld into that accent. I pick up accents really terribly. I, I did that a lot. And I do it without really realizing I'm doing it. Right, right. It, it yeah. almost got me into a fight in a club one oh. night because that guy from, from Scotland. Yeah. And I'm sitting there talking to him for like 30 minutes and all of a sudden I'm starting to pick up his Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I did that, that was recently. A accent. Sorry, I did that folks. recently at my work. I had a, uh, a guy come in and he was from, he was an Australian. And it was one of those things that I was making a, con- like I started to, slip slip a couple of things i'm like no don't do it you yeah. know i mean this is and i'm sure he he probably hears that you know people like whether they're being trying to be funny or, or not you know yeah. but yeah that's kind of where we are um yeah i mean it, this is um i i did this like i said for five and a half years and yeah. we had and i don't know what their numbers are now but i do know that just through itunes we we had a pretty good following it built over time. You're talking about the other podcast? The other podcast, yeah. The Culture Smash podcast. It used to be the Cinegeek podcast, and there's a whole reason why it's not Cinegeek anymore that has to do, again, with... All right, let's just do a hit. We'll do a full <laughs> shout-out on... Yeah. Um, I mean, seriously, go check out culturesmash.tv. Uh, I mean, because they, you know, they have a... That's their website. I used to write for them. You can probably find some of my old articles up there. I used to do a... There was a series of articles I did called Retroactive uh, that was basically talking about... Um, retro stuff. Like one, I talked in one in one episode, and one of the the columns was about uh, convenience stores when we were kids. Oh. You know, yeah. And I did one about you know like certain toys, you know, and that kind of stuff. And it was just that kind of so junk. I, I you know, probably got some con- uh, convenience stores that you probably never heard of. Yeah. Well, this was this was not necessarily like brands, you know, or like you know like uh, chains. About just the yeah, flow. you know, like you know the, the candy aisle and the slush puppy machine and you know the and magazine all, aisle, hey, the magazine the comic the, rack the comic book spinner yeah exactly you know that the kind of stuff comic books, books always on a comic spinner. book spinner rack I would love to get a hold of one of those things and I've looked and they are freaking expensive as yeah. everything but yeah it's that type of stuff you know that's what that series of articles uh, that I did those columns that I did was about was you know was about that type of stuff uh, I also did some movie, you know some reviews of movies and different stuff like that okay. uh, but yeah culturesmash.tv go check them out they, they, they still do a podcast I think they do more of a, I think it's predominantly on YouTube now and Facebook Live. They, it was Facebook Live, but they switched. They went from Facebook Live to YouTube. Okay. I think. I don't know. I haven't been is on there in a while. Is it a live stream? It is a live stream. Archived? Or? Both. They live stream it, okay. and then it's archived. And this, my dog Biscuit will say hi to everybody, apparently. Yeah. But and they, they I do, do more anyways, like a round table. It is. It is. And the thing with it is that I found that a lot of times there was a distance between us and our... our um, audience there was a few people that lived around locally yeah that found their way onto the show a little bit but also like kind of into the 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 monkey sphere if you want to use a technical term you okay. know but it was one of those things that by and large that was it 
you know, we had very little if for, especially for the numbers that we were getting on a weekly basis. It was still one of those things where I was really surprised at how little community actually was there. Huh. And that's not something that that was something that I don't we haven't really talked about. It's something with this. I really want to build a community. Yeah. I see that with other podcasts I listen to, especially like their Facebook communities or, you know, like, or, 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 or oh, the other kind if, of stuff. If somebody's listening to us, I want to talk to. Exactly. Them. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, we have uh, we because have like like I said, all opinions suck. And so do yours. Yeah. And so do ours. We, we you know, so it's <laughs> we, we want to hear what you're. What, what yeah, your exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, but it, it is one of those things where, I mean, it's just. I would much, you know, Joss Whedon, I remember years ago, um, it was something I think he was talking about, like when, you know, after Buffy had gone off the air, you know, whatever. And he was talking about how it had a real cult following, like a very niche, you know, very hardcore fan base. I'm, I'm one of them. I am too. But he, and he said that he would rather make something that a thousand people need to see than, than rather than a million people want to see. Yeah. And I'm that I'm that type of person. I'm that type of person where it's like, hey, you know what? I I I surround myself with the things I need in my life, not a whole lot of stuff that I want well, in I'm, my life. I'm so. also kind of the opinion I would rather make something that I like, yes. that I'm happy with, yes. and would listen to myself more than worry about what somebody else thinks about it. If exactly. somebody else digs it, cool. Awesome. You if know, they that, don't, that, that, that's cool. Awesome. Right. Good for you. We I found somebody of a like mind. Right. Uh, if you don't, that's cool too. Yeah, I mean, there's exactly. There's a podcast or music or there is. A comic you know, book or something. Podcasts, podcasts now are like magazines used to be. They used to say that you know if you had an interest, there was a magazine for I, I it. I look at them as more like the old rock but, zines. But yeah, but, but what I'm saying though, yeah. you know what I'm saying is that, that that used to be that used to kind of be the byline on this. Like, hey, if you've got an interest, there's yeah. a magazine for you, and it was true. Yeah, you know, published same thing. Yeah, same thing with podcasts. If you have an interest, there's a pod. There's probably a thousand podcasts for you, you know, yeah. and I say that as somebody who listens to a lot of pod of podcasts, and that, yeah, and and some of them cycle in and out depending, you yeah. know. I you know sometimes I'm like, well, admittedly, there's a lot of times with certain podcasts that they'll they'll download and I'll look at it and be like, nah, I'm really not interested in that subject this week and I just delete it. But the thing is, is that the next week there's probably something I want to hear. So it's just kind of one of those things. I, I know I keep picking on Rogan, yeah. but that's one of the major podcasts that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it, you know, I don't listen to the MMA show no, stuff no. that he does. I, it's just not my thing. I, yeah. You know, I, occasionally I like watching MMA. It's mm-hmm. interesting to me the technique and the technicality that those guys and the, the amount of athleticism is amazing to me. Right. Because that's something I know that I'll never be able to do, but I don't listen to MMA shows. I think it's cool. You know, he's a, he's a comedian, so he's right. interested in comedy and he's interested. He has all in, of his comedian buddies on there. And, all and of that's them. cool. You know, right. that's his thing. And there are some comedians I really love. Oh, and when yeah. they, if they're on there, I listen to them. Yeah. But I don't listen to all, all of, of them. them. Right. Um, I so, also don't always listen to all this political stuff either. I, no, I don't, and, I don't agree with some stuff that right. Rogan says, but I, I respect his opinion because exactly. his opinion sucks like everybody else's <laughs> Just like does. everybody else's. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to be one of my, mm-hmm. that's one of my things is everybody's opinion sucks. I'll, I'll say it again. But there's some some stuff I do agree with and, you know, if that's his opinion, cool. You know, okay, I know how he thinks now. I don't care. 
you know, I don't get upset over it. No. I'm not going to go out. And no, I'm not going to like, you know, troll not going to stalk. Not going to start a Twitter war or any of that no. kind of stuff because it's it's dumb. It's you know? wasted energy. It really it is. is. There, there's so much other stuff that you could put your energy into. Exactly. That, you know, if you don't like it, okay, so go do something that you do like and counteract it. Right. You know, it just it irritates me. Exactly. But, so. <laughs> you know, I'll go through and I'll, I'll handpick what shows I'm going to listen to mm-hmm. uh, from Rogan. And it's everything from, you know, the the conservation guys and the hunters that he listens to. to this, like, I just got through. Uh, I'm in the middle of listening to the Bob Lazar podcast. That one's good. I listened to that one, yeah. I, I, just I, because, I, again, kind of like going with the, uh, what's his name? The crazy one he had on there not long ago that we talked about. Oh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. I enjoyed listening to it because it's so out there that it's and like, it's all right, yeah. It's, yeah. And the thing is, the, the Bob Lazar, I've heard all that stuff before from him oh, yeah. because he's been he's been he's been touting that same line for 30 years he's you know? not really changed his he story. hasn't changed his story and and, and and you know in the 90s we were all into aliens and ufos because it, it just had it had permeated the culture i'm, I'm not gonna and, lie I, I was actually into it way before though yeah I, I was the weird kid that would go into the library and go i want the section on ghost stories and ufos yeah. and they'd take me over to the fiction i'm like no yeah <laughs> i want the non-fiction stuff oh you know what'd be a good episode what time life books mysteries of the unexplained you know, I never. <laughs> I, I think I have a couple of those books around here somewhere. Read, I never I really to, looked yeah, at them because so. I was like, eh, "It's time life." What are they? Yeah, do? I know. But you know, they used to. That's that's a whole other but, thing. But they, you know, they had a whole bunch of those series of books of different subjects. Yeah. You know, but that was one I just remember the commercials. You know, but you know, I, I saw it was Bob Lazar, and I'd heard his name in passing. You know, in mm-hmm. reading some of the UFO stuff, UFO stuff that I've read, and I was like, "Oh, Bob Lazar, that's history." I listened to like the first couple of minutes, and I was like. Oh, there's a documentary out? Yes. Hold, pause. Mm-hmm. I went to Netflix and I watched a documentary, which is interesting. Right. I mean, he got raided by every law enforcement agency possible while right. doing the documentary. Right. Um, and he was the one that started, that, that like pretty much informed everyone about Area 51. Well, about SR4, existing. Yeah. Which was a, sub, a subsection right. of 51 and the new element. Right. Was it 150? Yeah, yeah, and it was something that they said. No, this isn't true. But now it's actually it's actually it's actually a thing. Yeah, Yeah, so (laughs) they just haven't found the right pieces to put together with it to stabilize it. Anyway, anyway, so you know, I I like that. Um, And we can get off on our tangent. (laughs) That's what we are great at tangents. We'll we'll call this show intros, tangents, and other (laughs) yeah, something like that. Yeah, there you go. Um, I think, yeah, and if and if, so if you guys have any questions, you can get in touch with us. We have a, a email address. It is uh, projectxpod at gmail.com. We also have Twitter. Yeah, we got Twitter so We've got Twitter now, Project X Pod. And uh, I'm We're trying to think. We're working on the Facebook We're work, page. We've got a Facebook page. We're going to try to get a little working more done on, on that. on the website. Yes, all that stuff. Um, and I've um, actually got an email address for the podcast now. It's bigdavexpod at gmail.com so you can get to him directly that way uh, the other one if you email I'll see it and actually we'll both see it uh, yeah that's that's how you can get in touch with us yeah and we're looking forward to not only recording more episodes and you know filling your ear holes with our nonsense wow. but <laughs> wow. but oh, also dear. yeah but also hearing from you guys we really do want to hear from you and yeah. and you know what and even suggestions of stuff that that you want to, that you want to hear our stupid opinions on and so. yeah, 
you know, the only difference between us and you is we've got the equipment. We right. have the nerve to actually put our terrible opinions out on exactly, the, exactly, <laughs> and, and pray that you know nothing comes back on us. <laughs> oh, it's coming back. It's coming. Back. Oh, eventually, eventually, we, we were and this is the thing we were talking about uh, cards. We were talking about this at lunch. I was hanging out with some friends. And they were talking about we should, you know, we should get together and and play cards against humanity, you know, or this or that or whatever. And I was just like, guys, you all know me. And every time that I've ever played that game, the people who know me really well, the cards that I use in that game, they're just like, this is what you do every day. There's no way for me to win that game because it's just normal, like, oh, yeah, he said it. Okay. So (laughs) I've purposely tried to not play that game Mm -hmm. because I'm a horrible human being. Well, we're all horrible human beings. I'm trying to make some things better. (laughs) I don't need something to lead me down the path of darkness. Exactly. Because I I can get there kind of quick. Yeah. Well, you know, it's humans are horrible beings in general, and some of us just embrace it, I guess. So, yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to making out, causing some kind of outrage, I'm sure, at some point. I guess we don't really look forward to it, but it'll you're, probably happen. You're, so, you're, yeah, and more than <laughs> no, likely, it'll be Alan's fault. It more than likely will be. That's that's kind of the, the going line <laughs> on everything. So, anyway, once again, I'm Alan Smith. I'm Big Dave. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, y'all.